For years, I was so fed up with shampoo, I just stopped washing my hair. I quit completely. I was so sick of poofy, frizzy, limp hair, distorting my natural oils. Until a few months ago, I found Modern Mammals, and it changed everything. And by the way, right now you can visit modernmammals.com and use code LSS for 10% off. So check that out. So look, I heard about this through the podcast, and before I agreed to advertise, they sent it to me, and I was reluctant. But let me tell you, I should not have been. This stuff is absolutely magical. My hair felt better, smelled way better, and most importantly, looked better. And I know it will do the same for you as well. It doesn't have those hair-ruining chemicals like other products, and it doesn't leave any leftover residues. It works. Don't believe me? Go read their awesome reviews online as well. Go to ModernMammals.com and use code LSS for 10% off. Again, that's ModernMammals.com for 10% off with promo code LSS. Don't forget to use our promo code LSS so they know we sent you. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to New Noise on Lead Singer Syndrome. I'm your host today, Mike Howell, and I'm joined by, unfortunately, absolutely nobody. It's a solo cast, just you, me, whoever you're listening with, if you're listening to me on speaker, hopefully not in public because that's highly regarded as a dick move, but uh just going to be me today. Unfortunately, Shane is out on tour. Uh, he's having some issues with his voice. He's taking some vocal rest. We figured, you know, an entire hour just straight talking about music, probably not the best for it. So I don't know exactly what he's doing. Probably drinking some warm tea, staying hydrated, and trying to recover his voice for the rest of the tour. But best wishes to him and the rest of the Silverstein guys. Uh, I hope he starts to feel better soon and can get back on stage. With that, let's talk about some of the records that came out last week. And singles. I mean, we've got a little bit of extra time, less banter. Um, It's going to be just me talking to you, which might be a little weird at points for both of us, but we're going to make it through. Uh, Obviously, first up, 
like usual, we're still going to talk about our number one release of the week last week, which was the new album in Cinemascope with Stereophonic Sound by the Seafloor Cinema. A cool new band with their debut album coming out of Sacramento, California. Um, getting into this record, I absolutely loved it. I know that everybody's going to say, well, you put it as number one. Of course you loved it. I do. This is a bright and fun post-hardcore record. And I just love when a post-hardcore band can kind of pull that off. Because a lot of times lately with the rise of Swancore, things along those lines, a lot of the post-hardcore is just very, very technically centered, chaotic, which is still a fun time. I really, really love that. But to have something so bright and fun, it just it's different, right? And that's really, really enjoyable to me. I know I described them last week as kind of like water parks meets Dance Gavin Dance. Uh, going through this record a little bit more, I want to narrow that to almost like water parks and Seaway meet Hail the Sun, which is cool because they kind of incorporate some of these like retro surfer rock sounds that are like the Seaway record, but it's still kind of fun and bouncy like water parks. And you've got the technical skill of a post hardcore band like Hail the Sun. And this record is just really fun, like all the way through. It's whimsical at times. There's a bunch of like claps and haze, and you just really want to get off your feet and dance throughout this entire record. Um, it's super catchy. The songwriting was great. It almost reminds me of when I think back to like Neon Pop Punk 2, where it's just not coming to like tell a super sad story or be emotional. It is at times, but it's just kind of fun, whimsical, right? Um, and everything about it just feels super endearing. Uh, I loved all the features on this record. I know that uh, Andy Sizik of uh, Macari, everything that he does, Monuments, uh, he had a great feature. Andres featured on this. We know we've talked about the Andres record a couple weeks back. Uh, overall, I think this record is just really, really great in kind of a surprising way for a debut. It's very, very well put together. Next up, I know that everybody's probably wondering, uh, what about the other release that arguably a lot of people think should have been number one last week? Uh, Iridescent, the newest album by Silent Planet. And I have really, really got to say that this record surprised me. I like it a lot more than I thought I would based on the singles. I think that Silent Planet, and I believe I mentioned this last week, is always a band that is kind of an album band for me, where the singles are never really going to do it justice, and you've really got to see how they fit in with the entirety of the record. And this is definitely, definitely just another record like that. I mean, I love Trilogy. That was a great standalone single, but all of the rest really, really started to shine once you kind of brought them in with the rest of this record. I know a lot of people are talking about the song uh, Alive as a House Fire. That's probably one of my favorites as well. Absolute banger all the way through. Uh, this record is it's just high intensity all the way throughout, which is very, very cool. And like when it does take a break with a little, um, I think it's called Liminal, is the, I guess, kind of interlude towards the back half of the record. It's still very, very interesting. It's thematically well done throughout the entire record. Like, it's just very cohesive, which is something that I definitely enjoy on a record. I think 
lyrically, this is as as on point, if not better than other Silent Planet records. It's so hard to kind of compare them because thematically they're also different as well. But Garrett is just so, so talented when it comes to putting together metaphor and lyrics in a way that are not only catchy and pleasant to hear, but have just such a deep meaning that's really, really good and allows us to not only connect to the music, but kind of go through, delve deeper and discover more and what he's actually putting through with the sound. But like I said, this record's great. It's amazing. I knew it would be. I It was just a little bit more so than I originally thought. I think both of these records are just absolutely great. I don't believe um, I put any other records on the list from last week that I really wanted to talk about, any EPs or anything like that. Um, oh yeah, we talked a little bit about uh, Memorist. Um, that EP rips. We had heard most of it. Uh, make sure you go check that out. Um, yeah, I don't think there's that much else. Uh, I did want to touch on one single that came out specifically, and it's the new single from Letter Sent Home called Anxiety featuring Linda from Half-Lives. I absolutely love this band. I think that they haven't missed yet in these last three singles that they've kind of put out. Um, absolutely incredible band, and you should definitely go check them out. I really, really like this song. It's really, really catchy. Um, I don't know how to describe it, except it's like metalcore meets like post-hardcore meets alternative meets pop-punk. It's that weird amalgamation of genres that you put it in front of any scene kid and they'll probably love it. Um, I also want to talk about Code Orange uh, surprising us with a song. Uh, absolute banger. They kind of got heavy and less industrial again, but it's still there. I love that band. It's just top tier. Uh, we also got a new song from Korn, which is pretty cool. Uh, classic band still kind of bringing it. Uh, with that, I think that covers last week, though. Oh, there's also a red Taylor Swift's version. Make sure you go check that out. It's a fun listen. We love some T-Swizzle up in here. Uh, but let's get into it this week for what we've got coming out, uh, obviously November 19th. I'm recording this here on Thursday. Um, we've got a top seven this week, and I think that every one of these records is just, it's a hard week for me. Because I don't know what I'm going to listen to first. It's going to be a kind of a game day decision, right? But I've tried to order these in a good way that I think uh, you guys will appreciate. And I don't know. It'll be fun. Let's just get into it. Uh, first record, number seven. Um, a name that should be no stranger to any pop punk kid. Uh, Dan Campbell from The Wonder Years, Aaron West of the Roaring Twenties. Uh, he's putting out a solo record called Other People's Lives. Uh, we've gotten three singles from this record over the past couple of weeks, and this is exactly what you kind of expect from Dan. It's some um, super sad boy, uh, pop-punk, acoustic project, whatever you want to call that. It's really, really good. And one of the things that I really appreciate about Dan is... All of his projects between, obviously, The Wonder Years, Aaron West in the Roaring Twenties, and his solo work, 
just seemed to sound so, so different, but very, very unique like him. Not even from obviously like, oh man, his voice is going to sound the same in every project. I know that, but just kind of the approach that he takes to each of the projects as well, where like the Wonder Years, it's kind of upbeat and a little bit faster paced and Aaron West and the Roaring Twenties. It's very, very like kind of drawn out and sad and emotional. This is, I'm not going to say not very sad and emotional as well, but it's kind of coming from what feels like a more personal place. It's very heartfelt. It's very, very, whereas Aaron West is more kind of like a whole production type thing. This feels just like a dude in his room grabbed a guitar and just sang what he was sad about. And I just, there's something about that that just gets you, right? And I think overall, this record's going to be really, really cool for anybody who's a fan of any of his projects. It's just going to be a really, really good time. Coming up next at number six, uh, something a little bit different. Coming out of Ontario, uh, we've got the new album Spiral from Rez. Now, I know we normally don't talk about electronic bands, or RX, whatever you want to say. I think Rez is uh, one person. But, and I know I say that every time that we talk about electronic, but I think this is a little bit something special. Uh, I know we've talked about her and the work that she's been doing a couple times in the cast, specifically when she released the first single for this record called Sacrificial, as featuring uh, Lynn Gunn from Paris. Um, huge force in our scene, obviously. But I really, really think Rez is doing something unique in electronic music. Uh, I'm going to preface that with I'm fairly unfamiliar with electronic music. I like the genre a lot. I listen to a lot of it. But I'm just very, very specific about the artists I do listen to. I think that Rez is super unique. It's kind of these elements of dark pop with dubstep. And the songwriting is kind of interesting and keeps you on the edge of your toes with what's going to happen. Are we going to go back into a chorus or a bridge? Or is she going to drop even harder right here? What's going on? It's very, very interesting. And I think she's one of the few electronic artists that puts out these records that are just good all the way through. Um, a lot of times when I get to an electronic album, I kind of listen to the big songs and then I move on or move them onto a playlist, right? And that's just kind of where they sit. And I never go back to the album. I enjoy the songs I do. But Rez, her work, very, very replayable all the way through these albums. I think it's super cool. Um, if you're not a fan of electronic music, I would say if you like artists kind of like Lights and her side project Loon, uh, some very strong similarities there as well as some more popular electronic artists, kind of like Zed's Dead, uh, No Mana, which honestly, I think Rez is pretty popular too. I think she headlines like some EDM festivals and stuff like that as well. But it's, it's just a really, really cool like project. It's got, it's got a vibe to it, very similar to Essinger too. I know I talked about him um, quite a bit on the show. He's very, very unique, almost kind of synth wavy. It's like that, except more dubstepy. Um, super cool stuff. It's spooky. It's fun. It's all around good. Make sure you check that out. Uh, number five. Kind of interesting. We've got another solo project. 
Uh, we've got the new EP album, whatever you want to call it. It's seven songs. It's right in that like sweet zone where if the artist calls it an album, it's an album. If it's, they call it an EP, it's an EP, right? Uh, but it's called In Place, and it's from Same Side. This is the project of Kevin Geyer, uh, guitarist for the story so far, elder brother, uh, also does vocalists, also does vocalists, also is a vocalist. Um, I really like the first EP from this dude. It was fun. It was different than the story so far and Elder Brother, but it's still got a lot of those similarities where you can get into the music if you're a fan of his other projects because of those. But like, this is more of an expression of who Kevin is as an artist that you don't really get out of those projects as much. I think there's a lot of cool things going on here between the singles. There's some slow and ethereal elements with like lo-fi. There's some pop punk coming in. There's some indie portions. It's almost like post-pop punk, lo-fi, I guess. I don't really know. Vibe punk, maybe. We've got vibe core with like Bill Murray and stuff. Vibe punk, we're coining it here. Um, but it's really cool. Like, it's fun, energetic, but relaxing. Like, the way I kind of was thinking about it when I was listening to these singles a couple times, trying to really narrow and pin down exactly what I wanted to say, is when I imagine this music, I'm imagining I'm seeing it live, I'm standing there, I'm kind of nodding my head, right? And I close my eyes and just let the music envelop me. It's that kind of stuff. And I don't think this is going to be the first thing I listen to come tomorrow. I think I kind of really want like a moment in my life where everything else is kind of calm and you can just kind of vibe with this because I think it's a really, really personal connection coming out of Kevin and him showing us a real taste of who he is as an artist less than or compared to when we see him in these other projects, right? Uh, very similar to Dan Campbell coming out earlier this or earlier on the list, I guess. Um, yeah, I don't really have much else to say about Same Side. It's going to be a cool project. If you're a fan of any of the other projects from the stories of Far Guys, uh, like No Pressure, um, if you're a fan of bands like Cold Moon, maybe Rationale, I don't know. There's a bunch of cool stuff. Um, listen to this, check it out. I'm sure you'll have a good time with it. With that, these are kind of the top four that I'm really, really excited for this week. Um, I don't so much as have a specific order for these because I would say I'm equally excited for all of them. And I think each of them is going to bring me quite a bit of joy. The first one I want to talk about, though, Coming out of Melbourne, Australia, with their new album Armageddon, we've got Between You and Me. This is a pop-punk band that I think is really swinging for the fences in a good way. I think that they're kind of embracing not only pop-punk traditions, but a little bit of that kind of fresh sound that Waterparks is doing, where, and as it is to an extent as well, where it's very kind of tongue-in-cheek about what pop punk can be. Uh, it's got some kind of depressingly self-depreciative lyrics, but the presentation is fun, it's bouncy, it comes off in a really joking kind of way that 
I don't know, it almost makes handling these emotions that the artists and we are going through that we connect over with the lyrics um, a little bit fun, right? It's got a lot of these like intangible feelings you get when you listen to music sometimes, right? Where it's like Seaway, Stand Atlantic, where there's just an energy to it, right? And a lot of that's present here. Um, I think overall the record, based on the singles I've heard, right, uh, it's going to be pretty vocally focused with a lot of cool stuff like that. Um, I don't know the vocalist name off the top of my head. Um, he's got a great voice, though. It's perfect, exactly what you want for a pop punk record like this, where it's just fun, right? But still talks about some heavy hitting, I guess, topics. Um, nothing about this instrumentally is very flashy, but everything that they do with the writing really leads into kind of where the vocals are taking the band. It's very, very fun throughout. Everything's kind of accentuating itself. I think for a sophomore release, I think, yeah, this is the band's second record. Um, It's going to be really, really good. And I hope that this is kind of their breakout release and they start getting a lot more international love, um, getting out on some tours here in the States. This band's, Overall aesthetic is just great. Like the single album art and the album art for the record is just awesome. I love every single song on this. Like Super Villain is just super fun from the singles. Um, Go to Hell featuring Yours Truly. Um, not me, but I think Michaela from is her name, the vocalist from Yours Truly features on that track. Uh, Butterflies is just super, super fun. This record's gonna be great. In, I don't know. It's going to be one of those records I think that we look back and we're like, wow, this band has just been good for so long, which is cool. Coming in next at number three, we've got a super cool band that uh, somehow manages to always surprise me and keep me interested and wiggle their way into at least my top 20 list. Uh, Coming from L.A., we've got the new record, Happier, by Volumes. Um, Kind of metalcore, gent, mainstays, um, innovators, whatever you want to call them, bringing elements of hip-hop into heavier, slidier, bouncier music. Uh, I'm really happy that Michael Barr is back in the band. I'm excited to hear the first full project that we have with him back. I think that he's brought a lot of influences from his hip-hop, R&B, solo work, right? And it's really helping the band kind of, from a writing perspective, A, being more approachable, and B, just being catchier in general. Um, I think that this record as a whole is going to be a lot darker than their last record, Different Animals, which I still love. But I think it's going to be better written so it's still going to be more kind of digestible it's from the singles it's like reminding me a lot of um no sleep which is their second record um is easily one of my favorite gent metalcore records ever especially from that uh what year did that come out you know i mean like 2010s metalcore like right when risecore was kind of fading out a little bit and all these other like different metalcore styles were starting to break through. 
real favorite release from that time period. It's just fun. But I think that this record's going to be very similar to that. And like all the singles are just great. Like I really, really think that Bend is probably one of the coolest songs to come out this year. It is just super, super catchy. Uh, I'm hoping for like a slower song, kind of like erased off of No Sleep. But if I don't get it, I don't get it. Like I expect some surprises on this record. I really can't wait to dive into it. I think that it's going to be just a super fun, well put together release. Like these guys just have a knack for writing good music that kind of gets me and I adore them for it and I can't wait to hear this release. Coming in at number two. Out of Tallahassee, Florida, we've got the new record, What It Means to Fall Apart by Mayday Parade. I think this band needs no introduction. Um, Honestly, one of the biggest pop punk bands ever. And I really don't know what it is about this band because their early material is great, right? Like, they had some absolute out-the-gate bangers. And they have just keep getting better and better. I think Sunnyland is my favorite record by theirs. And they have somehow managed to expand on that sound and go forward with this record. I've loved every single one of the singles. Like, Bad at Love is just super catchy. Golden Days is, I honestly think, almost one of the best bands or, like, best songs the band has ever done, right? Kids of Summer is just super catchy. Like, this entire record just captures that emotion that Sunnyland had, too, that I really loved, where it's the kind of record that you just want to drive with the windows down right around, not, I'm not going to say sunset, but right when the sky's starting to get a little purpley. You know what I mean? And just blast. And it's so. I don't know how to describe it. This band just lyrically gets me. Everything about these songs are exactly what they need to be. It's like sad, but still fun and catchy and hopeful and progressive in such a weird way that's hard to describe and really nailed down. But I think this is going to be the best Mayday Parade record ever. I and Maybe not ever. Who knows? They're probably going to keep getting better. But I think that this is going to be the best Mayday Parade record we've ever heard. I think this record is going to be incredible. They're going to continue being able to just paint such vivid pictures with metaphor and instrumental eh. and instrumentalization. Is that a word? I don't even know if that's a word. Uh, but I love this band. I love Mayday Parade. I know I just said that twice in different fashions, but kind of hard when you don't have somebody to talk to. Um, this record's going to be good. Like, thinking back on it now, like, Sunnyland was probably one of my biggest mistakes. Not putting that in my top 10 of 2019. Because um, I think I went back to that record more than I went back to, like, 6 out of 10 records on my 2019 top 10. 
I just love this Pam. They're so good. Easily one of my favorite of the, like, I guess, neon MySpace, traditional pop punk bands, whatever you want to call them. I don't know. You know what I mean, though. They're in that, like, same little genre as, like, Every Avenue, We the Kings, those pop punk bands. But uh, that, that pretty much sums it up, I think, for Mayday Parade. Um, such an iconic band. So, so fun. Uh, and with that, we're going to go for a message from our sponsors. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. We are going to talk about the number one record that I am looking forward to most this week. I know I said like, all the four of these are really highly anticipated records for me, and they are, but I'm just going to say that this, this one's the one I'm most excited for. This is a debut record from a band I've been watching for a little bit, from the shadows, kind of, will they be good? Will they can keep it up? And I think they will. I think this band's incredible. I think this is the next big band to come out of Australia. Specifically, Toragon. I don't know how to say that. I tried saying it. I got an Australian to say it for me. They said Trarlagon. I don't know. I went to YouTube and it said Torelagon. I don't know. Somebody hit me up and tell me how to pronounce this town's name. But we've got the new album, The Ego's Weight by Mirrors. Super cool band name. I don't know how it wasn't taken. Probably was, probably don't care, because this band is good enough that they should be the sole wielders of the name Mirrors. Um, I'm super excited for this band. If I wanted to describe them, I would say they've got kind of that right energy that I love in metalcore bands right now. Bands like Noia, Holding Absence, Dayseeker. Loath, Sleep Token, Eminence, Era. I don't know. But you know, there's just like that vibe there. And this band's just the amount of production and crispness to these tracks, these singles that I have heard, is absolutely insane. They've got two EPs out. I can't believe this is their first record. It's is buck wild, but I mean, I guess Australian band, right? So should be used to this. Um, the riffs are honestly some of the best I've heard this year. They're super, super fun. Exactly what you want from metalcore, right? Uh, vocally, this dude's incredible. The emotion that he is able to impart into his voice is just great. Uh, I'm not going to say it's like Vessel from Sleep Token great, but saying it's like Lucas from Holding Absence, yeah, that's a pretty good comparison. I was saying it's like Eddie from Eminence, yeah, it's pretty, I'd say he's on par with those guys. Um, he's able to use that energy to make these 
just absolutely brutal breakdowns and verses that really just express an anger. And then he comes in on the choruses with these clean vocals and you just feel the pain and the emotion is reaping out of him. Reaping's the wrong word, but like seeping out of him. I guess that's a better word. Like it's just unrelenting feeling coming out of everything that this band's doing. It's all there. Like the atmosphere when these songs are playing is just very, very palpable, right? Like you can almost cut it with a butter knife. It's crazy. Um, this record's going to be stupid good. Like I think if these if it lives up to what these singles are, I think that this is going to be hands down my debut record of the year, if not uh within my top ten. Um Everything about this is exactly what I love in music. Um, this is, like we like to say, your rookie card band. Make sure you get it. I think they have like 17,000 monthly listeners on Spotify or something like that. Blow this band up because they are good. They deserve it. They have the magic that I think is popular right now, is good right now. It's just good overall, right? I mean, something about it is just good here. Like, I haven't gone out on a limb in a while and been like, you just need to listen to this band. Even if you don't like metalcore, like, trust me. This is a band I'm doing that for. Um, Just go listen to this record. I think it's going to be absolutely incredible. I think anybody will be able to enjoy it. Um... I'm really excited for this record. I think it's going to be sick. Plus, like, the album art's cool. The Ego's Weight is, like, a cool album title. It sets up a lot, right? I think this band's going to pull it off. But with that, um, let's rock into a nice little, what do you call it? Review. Yeah, review. Uh, Where we just go through the list, because... All you guys have been listening to me talk about music, you just want a quick little list. Um, coming in at number seven, we've got Other People's Lives by Dan Campbell. Wonder Years, Aaron West, The Wrong Twenties, you know him. Number six, we've got Spiral by Rez. Uh, some dark electronic music, it's going to be pretty fun. Next, we've got In Place, the EP album, whatever you want to call it, by Same Side. Uh, Kevin Geyer from The Story So Far. Super, super fun, post-vibe punk, whatever the hell you want to call it. Got the new album Armageddon from Between You and Me. It's their sophomore release, to my knowledge. And it's going to be super fun pop punk. Just go vibe it. Uh, Number three, we've got the new album Happier by Volumes. One of my favorite metalcore bands for a long time. Um, Just really, really happy with everything that this band's ever done. And I think that this record should be the one. Um, next record, number two, What It Means to Fall Apart by Mayday Parade. Um, just classics. I, I love this band so much. and I think if you're listening to this show, you probably love Mayday Parade too. And the number one record this week is The Ego's Weight by Mirrors, debut EP from Torragon, Australia. I don't know. 
metalcore. This ba- I've talked about this band enough. They're absolutely incredible. I'm going out on a limb. Go listen to them. And let's get into some honorable mentions. Um, I've got four albums in my honorable mentions and not a lot of singles. So this should be pretty quick, but these are just a couple of things I wanted to talk about. Um, I know we talked about I Don't Know How, but they found me earlier this year. They're putting out a deluxe release of their album Razzmatazz featuring some remixes, um, whatever you want to call it, acoustic, live, some new songs too. Uh, I love that band and everything that they do, so make sure you go check that out. Next up, one of my favorite thrash bands, uh, Exodus, is putting out their new release. Uh, I forget the name of the album off the top of my head, but this is a band that I think should have been in the top four of thrash uh, rather than Anthrax. But, you know, that's how it be sometimes. Uh, This band's crazy, crazy good. Just super fun. Um, If you're into old school metal, make sure you check out this new Exodus release. It's going to be exactly what you expect. Uh, Next up, I want to talk about the kind of, I guess, ambient, symphonic, dark, whatever record that we're getting from Converge and Chelsea Wolf. Uh, Make sure you check that out. I definitely will myself. I know that's going to be an interesting experience all the way around. Um, Very, very, I'm not going to say visual because it's obviously not a visual album, but it's going to, I think, do a great job at drawing up imagery and emotions through the music. Um, I'm not sure if it's going to be great though, so make sure you check it out. Uh, and then the last album I want to talk about is this cool death metal, black metal, slamming death metal, whatever you want to call it, band uh, Teeth. They're putting out their new record, Finite, I believe is the third record. Uh, I've had this for about a month. I got the vinyl super early. Uh, it's an absolute banger of a record. Make sure you go check that out if you're into that kind of stuff. Uh, with that, we're going to talk about some singles. Obviously. Obviously, 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 we have to talk about it. There is a new single from Silverstein. It's called It's Over. It's a pretty good song, I gotta say. I like the riffing. Uh, Vocally, it's fun. Shane's doing a good job. Uh, Make sure you check that out. I hope we get an album announcement soon. Shane wouldn't talk about it even if he was here. But uh, yeah, we'll get into that. I'm sure a little bit next week we'll talk about it, get Shane's thoughts on the song. I'm sure you guys are all looking forward to that. Uh, next up, there is a new single from pop punk band Telltale. They're super fun. They're a bit uh, younger. Make sure you check that out. That'll be a good time. Next up, uh, metalcore band Kill the Lights is putting out a new single. I know they had an album already recently uh, and already getting back on the horse. So I'm really excited to hear this when it comes out. Uh, make sure you hop on that. Uh, next up, emo rapper Smart Death has put out a new track featuring Lil Aaron and Little Lotus and announced his new album. Um, not the biggest Smart Death fan personally, but anything that Little Aaron and Little Lotus do, I'm very excited for. So I'm going to be hopping on that. Uh, just kind of stick in the emo rap sector. Uh, Riley, one of my other favorite emo rappers, is putting out a new single. Make sure you check that out. Super, super talented dude lyrically. Um, just knows how to write a catchy catchy track next up Lee McKinney of Born of Osiris fame lead guitarist put out a new single it is some absolute batshit crazy guitar wizardry he's announced his new album 
for January 14th. So make sure you go pre-order that on the Sumerian site. A really cool record variant and just super, super talented dude incorporating elements of jazz into instrumental kind of metalcore shred, whatever you want to call it. It's something else. It's cool. Uh, I've heard rumors that there's a new Memphis Mayfire, yeah, Memphis Mayfire song tomorrow. Could be right. Could be wrong. I don't know. Take that as you will, right? Uh, next up, there's this cool band called Paleface. One word. Uh, they're kind of a deathcore beatdown band. They've announced a new album and put out their first single. So make sure you go ahead and check that out. Next up, uh, Varsity. I know I said that there was a single last week. It's coming out this week. I got a little confused. It happens to the best of us, right? But make sure that you check that out because Varsity's super cool, super good boys. Um, love them. They're really, really doing well at incorporating hip-hop, R&B, and pop elements into metalcore. Uh, another band that's very good at doing that, Siamese, putting out their new single. Uh, I think their album comes out sometime in December here. It's going to be like eight singles out of 13 songs or something, which I'm very not excited about. But these guys are really, really talented, so make sure you check that out. Next up, there's a new single from the Amity Affliction. Uh, I haven't gotten a chance to check that out yet, but I've seen a lot of people say it's really good. So make sure you go enjoy that if you're a fan of the Amity Affliction. Uh, Wolves of the Gate, they're putting out a new single, uh, Metalcore. Super fun band. They've been around for quite a while now. Uh, I really like Wolves of the Gate. Make sure you check that out. Uh, keeping with the animal theme and the W theme, I guess, Worm Shepherd, uh, Deathcore Band putting out their second single from their record coming out on the 14th of January. This band is stupid heavy. And if you've really been getting into like Lorna Shore lately with uh, Will Ramos and that kind of blackened Deathcore sound, Worm Shepherd's a band that you'll really like. I think they incorporate elements of black metal really well into that kind of traditional deathcore, heavy blast beat sound. It's it's very, very enjoyable. I'm not going to say vocally as impressive as Will and Lorna Shore, but it's very, very similar. And I think if you like Lorna Shore, you'll really like Worm Shepherd. Uh, next up, we've got Wargasm putting out their new single. Uh, I forget the name of it. I listened to it already. Absolute banger. Super, super good. Make sure you check that out. And the last single that I want to talk about this week, uh, my boys, Shrezzers, putting out a new track featuring CJ McMahon from Thy Art is Murder. Talk about a wild combination. Death metal, deathcore vocalist featuring on a post-hardcore jazz fusion type deal. I'm Overall, very excited. Everything Shrezzers does is pure magic. I don't think that this band can do wrong. So make sure that you check out that single because that's another absolutely amazing band that I just love. Um, and aside from the music, uh, the finale act, Act 3 of Arcane, the League of Legends TV show on Netflix, is coming out on Saturday. Make sure you check that out. It's been an absolutely amazing show so far. Uh, even if you hate League of Legends, you don't need to play the game. It's not about the game. It's kind of like a lore-based story about some of the characters. It's very, very fun. Make sure you check that out. But aside from that, I think we're good for this week. We've done the thing. Uh, everything is 
nice and wrapped up in a pretty bow for you in about 45 minutes or so. Uh, a little bit shorter. Unfortunately, without Shane here, don't get some of his thoughts. I still hope he gets starts feeling better soon and we'll be back next week with a normal episode. Um, make sure you follow Leadsinger Syndrome on all social media platforms. You follow me at Slappy Slam if you want the full list. On my Instagram, I don't use Twitter or anything like that. Don't add me on Facebook, that's weird. But like Instagram, come say hi. Um, follow Shane on Instagram or wherever. I don't know. Just vibe. How do you end this when you're by yourself? I don't really know. Um, hmm. This is where I'm going to get the help from our wonderful, wonderful editor, Josh Wildhorn. Go check out his band, Designer Disguise. And he is going to play us out with Darude Sandstorm. So enjoy that. Mm-hmm.